0: With You Matter, a podcast for mental health from Chico State's Counseling Center. I'm your host, Baylor, and today we'll be diving into our relationships with our parents and how they affect our mental health. Disclaimer, because of COVID, these conversations are over the phone, so the sound quality isn't its best. But without further ado, let's call Mo. Hi, my name is Monique. I also go
1: by Mo.
0: Um, So you're interning with You Matter this semester. Let's start off with, how was your relationship with your parents?
1: My relationship with my parents, for me, has always been a little more complicated. Uh, My mom's always kind of been in and out of my life for as long as I can remember, so there was never really a good amount of time where she was just present. And then with my dad, at a young age, he he was a truck driver, so I don't think From what I can remember, there wasn't a lot of times where, like, I would see him. Like, we still had a good relationship and stuff, because with us, it's always really been me and my dad. We still had, like, a good relationship and stuff, but since he was truck driving, there was a lot of the times where, like, I wouldn't see him because he'd only get back, like, at night. It was just, I don't want to say complicated, but at the same time, that's what it was, considering the fact that, like, he wasn't always present, and then as well as the fact that he is an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. so that was uh some factors that were kind of like kind of really made our relationship really complicated especially being young because especially like at that age there's a lot of things that you don't understand or what's going on and stuff like that
0: totally I feel like when we're younger we miss a lot of things with our parents like we don't notice a lot of things whereas like now you see a lot more flaws in your parents and they're not necessarily your heroes and I don't know, you're woken up to this like world that you didn't know existed because in your head, like at the beginning, like your parents are everything and they do what they need to do. And then when you're older, you figure out maybe they weren't. Um, I had a very, I would say lucky relationship with my parents. They've both been around, but um, I've definitely had some ups and downs with my dad. He deals with depression and anxiety. So for him, He had a very hard time when the economy went down. Mm -hmm. He closed himself off to our family a lot. He would go days without coming out of bed. And it's hard when you see your dad and you're like, oh, the light of my life. But you don't realize what's affecting him. And then also he struggles with alcohol as well. So it's like I said, like they can be your hero. But then you find out that flaw and it can it can have a big toll on your relationship with them. Mm hmm so how do you think your relationship with your parents have affected your view on the world what's going on today how you perceive things
1: like i said my relationship with my parents kind of has and always at least for right now it's always been really complicated mm-hmm. don't get me wrong like i love my parents they're still my parents at the end of the day but my relationship with them has always been really complicated i guess i didn't notice how different my life was until i started going to school and like when i was getting the whole idea and the concepts about this is the way families work or this is how this family works or basically it was just the whole idea of my mom which was kind of weird to me because it wasn't until I started going to school that I realized that most families weren't like that for me especially before going to school I figured oh like that's how everyone is you know like Mm -hmm. I, I guess to me it was just so normalized that I that I guess I thought of it more of like a a general view than anything else, and it wasn't until I went to school and I started seeing like, oh, like this person's mom came today, or this person's mom dropped him off, or this and this and this and that. And it wasn't until then that I was kind of like, well, why am I different? Type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it, to me, I guess. I don't want to say it was a culture shock, mm-hmm. but it's the same general idea, like the the sh- the shockiness, you know.
0: Totally, I feel like as. A young kid, too, when you see your family and then you go to school or you have a play date or whatever it is, you go on a vacation with a different family, like you always view that family and you tend to like. I always compared my family to other families, like, I would be like, Well, why does that mom do this, that, and that, and why does that dad do this, that, and that, or why does my mom do this and they don't? and it's like. There's no such thing as a perfect family, you know? Like, none, o- none of uh-huh. us know how to do it, but for some reason, like, in our heads, we have this, like, structure that's supposed to be followed. So I think it tends to have kids look at their family in a bad way instead of just, like, being grateful for it. I know I did that all the time. Um, mm. Like, I'd always just be like, well, why do they get to do this, and I don't, which is uh-huh. not a great way to look at life, especially when you're dealt with the cards you have. Why why ask for somebody else's?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, especially around then. Um, well, even now, uh, I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've noticed since my mom was always in and out, back and forth, back and forth. I never had like a strictly like one on one like motherly figure. I mean, I guess I did. Well, in a way, I did. But when it came back to like, oh, um, when it came back to like my relationship with like my actual mom, I think it was that relationship initiated or like guided the way my other relationships went Mm -hmm. so considering the fact that she was gone most of the time that growing up i didn't have the best relationship with my motherly figures i i rebelled against my motherly figures i even now as i'm older like i mean i know better like i don't react as crazy as i did when i was younger because when i was younger i was a really angry kid and it was just for the fact that like there was all these things going on that i didn't understand especially the fact that like my mom wasn't there. To me, it was just, like, there was always these questions, like, am I not good enough? Like, why why is it they have their mom and I don't? Like, it was just, like, those questions that I always tended to wander. Mm-hmm. But even now, like, I mean, I'm not as angry. Obviously, I've come to terms with everything, and I understand things a lot better to where I can react more, like, I guess, in a more mature way. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, like, I still don't have best relation not the best relationships but I still don't react to motherly figures well I tend to just like stray or like back up from them because of that and it's like it's not anything that they've done specifically I think it's just the way that I've dealt with it or the way I've experienced like the quote-unquote motherly figures I've always just been really like distant and kind of like let me just back up for a cool minute
0: I feel like the relationship that you have with your parents shapes the way that you treat other people and the way that you see the world especially. I was actually the You Are a Badass um, book I've been reading and a whole big part of it is like we need to reshape our subconscious by the way that like our parents fed us information in the way that we saw because as a baby like you're just mimicking everything you see and so, when you're a kid and you see how your parents treat each other, you see how your parents treat other people, like that is a big way on how you'll treat other people later. So, they do have a lot more, I think, to do with our mental health and somewhat give them credit for. Yeah. How would you say that your relationships with your parents have um, affected your mental health?
1: Um, it's definitely shaped the way that I've thought of things. My relationship with well, I guess in a way I considering the fact that like I didn't have my mom there and then my dad was my dad was there back and forth and stuff, but the fact that he did struggle with um alcoholism, there was a lot of things that I've had to I guess see and go through with him because of the fact that like he was drinking and it did force me to like grow up a lot faster than obviously anyone would want or expect but growing up me and my dad like we're still close and stuff like that but like I said like my relationship with him is complicated as well because growing up like not only did I rebel against like my motherly figures I think I rebelled against any type of figure that I had because especially when when I started like elementary and stuff and I started to realize how different my life was from everyone else's Mm -hmm. um i was really angry (laughs) i didn't understand it or i didn't really know what was going on but i did know that like i guess my mindset back then was just like well why am i so different and why is this fair like why is this me and you know just just that whole debate with myself over and over and over again that kind of took a toll on the way i view things and then the way that my relationships with them went because the way that like i grew up especially like a lot of the "Quote unquote," like messages that I've received from not only my parents but it's like my parental figures or just anything like that. Mm-hmm. One of the common messages messages that I've always, even now that I struggle with, was the fact that like you don't really matter or your needs don't really matter or anything like that because as um at that at a young age, like yeah, my my dad was around and stuff, but. He he was a truck driver. I didn't see him too often because by the time he'd come back home, I'd either be doing homework or about to go to sleep or anything like that. So the, the ones who technically raised me were my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, my grandparents are already older. They've already had their kids. So they're over here like, now we're kind of like, I guess in a way it was kind of like, now we're stuck with another kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to raise any more kids, but we're not going to not raise this kid either, you know? So... Like I said, like it did affect my relationship with not only my parents, but my grandparents, because at a young age, like I said, I rebelled against my motherly figure. So me and my grandma, we didn't get along at all at, at at a young age. I didn't get along with her. We argued all the time. I rebelled against her. We all we technically really did was argue. But then with my grandfather, me and him, we like clicked. We were like the thickest thieves, you know, <laughs> Um we were really close but then as I got older it kind of just switched because like you said a lot of the things that that's going on around us at a young age we don't realize until we get older mm-hmm. so as I got older we kind of um kind of realized that like my grandfather was struggling with alcoholism as well once certain things happen that that probably shouldn't have which um after the, after he, he went to the hospital and they were kind of like hey you can't do this anymore so he he stopped but it was just one of those weird things that were just like like a like a flip switched in his head like mm-hmm. a you know because um as i like, got older my relationships with both my grandparents kind of flipped so then instead of me being close with my grandfather me and him were just years and years apart like we were just no longer in the same universe at that point and then me and my grandmother we were all of a sudden, we were the thickest thieves. I don't know where that came from, but that was just the case, you know? Those relationships, especially a lot of the things that kind of happened with them, it causes me to to overthink a lot. Like, now, because of those experiences and the way that I was raised and all the things that I've seen, I am very hypervigilant, especially, like, now as I'm older. Um, I'm very cautious. I'm very cautious on on, um, who I talk to or or how do i talk and stuff like that because i do pay very close attention to words the way that like i was raised with them it was just mainly like well you can't do this or you can't do that and somehow like it was like if i could do no right and somehow whether whether i was there or not or whether it had something to do with me or not somehow it always led back to me which was something that like i've never really understood Mm -hmm. um but because of that i tend to uh overthink, question myself. I I especially with my relationships now. Like let's say um we're cool now and then we get into like a little argument over ice cream or whatever the heck. And then it's like 5 minutes later we're over and we're talking and stuff. Even though it's a little argument just about ice cream, that's something that like will stay to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: like you think about it after that multiple times. Yeah.
1: I think about it and then it's like even though I know we're okay, I still won't know where we stand after that. So it's like, we can be fine now. And then even if it's something that happened like five days ago or whatever the heck, you know, like Mm -hmm. if it happened like five days ago, it's one of those things where it's like, I will always question where I stand with someone regardless if we had an issue or not. Like I tend to question myself a lot. I never know where I stand with people and I'm just always very cautious and I pay very close attention to words. Mm -hmm. And I think the way that's kind of affected my mental health is the fact that, like, sometimes I pay too close attention to words, and, like, I take things too much to heart to where I do get, I am a little bit overly sensitive, but, like, that's kind of something that I'm used to, you know, like, paying attention to words, because it's, like, regardless of whatever you say, everything you say has to and will mean something, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like when you, it's a way of, like, protecting yourself, kind of trying to, like, prepare for the worst, like, it's funny you say this because I tend to do the same thing. I've always been told I'm a huge observer because when I was younger, I have a younger sister. Um, so I was, I was blamed for everything. like, like Mm. you said, like everything, it never felt like I could do anything right. So I Mm. felt like over time I started becoming like hyper aware of like what people were saying, if people, liked me if people didn't like me because all I wanted was to be liked by other people where that is just like Mm -hmm. not a way to live your life because bottom line is like whatever someone has to think of you that has to do with them not really you and like their relationship with themselves but yeah I think it's more common than we think for parents to affect like how like oversensitive almost that we are because Like, for me, at least, as the older sibling, everything led to me. I had to take responsibility for everything, and I felt like I could never do anything right. And that makes you, like, resent your parents, like, a lot. In high school, I hated my parents. I absolutely hated them. And now I love them to death, but I could never understand why I could never do anything right. But, yeah, I feel like it leads to more things than just feeling like you're not enough. Yeah, yeah. So grateful for my parents, though. Disclaimer, I'm not trying to shit on my parents or anything. <laughs> but it is, like, they have such an effect on you, you know? Like, it's not anything
1: small. Um. Yeah. And I think it's just the fact that, like, especially that what I've noticed was, like, my parents is, like, like, their generation, they were never aware of mental health or the way certain things affect you and stuff like that. So I feel like our generation is the generation that's kind of, like, this is a thing and it's totally. going to stay a thing and this is how this happened and this and this and that and then it's like our parents are kind of like whoa like what the heck like where is this coming from you know yeah
0: i think like growing up knowing that my dad had depression and my mom knowing that he depression my sister knowing he had depression we all knew but it was this very like untouched subject like He always told me, like, you're more than welcome to ask me questions. I'll always answer you truthfully. And, like, I always respected him for that. But I feel like we didn't talk about it enough because now, like, I deal with depression. My sister deals with depression. And I think, like you said, that generation, like, to them, it's not a mental illness. It's going through a hard time. Like, my mom has a hard time grasping, I think, sometimes, like, how me or my sister can get so anxious about something and she's like well you're just worrying about it like just stop worrying about it and you're like okay well (laughs) like that's what mental health is is that we need to pay attention to what our mind is telling us and how it needs to be treated and like valued and we put so much weight on our physical health and like that is such a huge standard everywhere but especially America like oh my god if you're not talking about your diet or your newest exercise or something like that it's like you're not taking care of yourself and for some reason we don't think the same way with our mental health which is really odd to me but I think you're right with our generation I think we're starting to talk about it more because it's nothing we should be ashamed of you know Mm -hmm. like if you have a broken arm you're gonna fix it you're not gonna ignore it yeah so how do you think you talked a little bit about it before but how do you think your relationship with your parents is now compared to it was when you were younger
1: my relationship with my parents is still, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my parents and stuff, because at the end of the day, they're my parents, but my relationship with them is still very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say it's easier, but I want to say that it is a lot more easygoing, uh, considering the fact that, like, I am older, and I do understand a lot more things. Yeah. So, it's easier now than it was back then, because obviously, back then, you don't understand, you you kind of just react, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think, you just react. And now it's, especially now, the way that I think and the way that, like, my mind kind of functions, I think I always tend to just be like, okay, well, if I do this, 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 and this, and that. So it's like, I always have, like, a like a viewpoint or, like, I guess, like, a strategy in a way mm-hmm. to be like, okay, well, this is my view and this is their view. So I'm very good at putting myself in someone else's... I don't I don't really know why, <laughs> but apparently I am. Um, I'm really good at considering other people's point of views and I'm very open-minded. So when it comes to like arguments and stuff, it is easier to have that conversation with them. Um, the thing that makes it kind of complicated when it comes to bringing up a situation or talking to them about how they feel is that, um, they're not as open-minded as I am. Mm -hmm. Um, especially my dad, he's more old school than anything else. Um and then my mom she is a little she is a little bit more open-minded but they're they're very along with me like we're all very hard-headed and our beliefs and stuff mm-hmm. so i think it's when we when we're having an argument or whatever and the fact that we're all hard-headed that's kind of when we get stuck um Same. <laughs> but i would say my relationship with them is um better it's just i think my relationship with them is something that's always going to be complicated mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong like I'm gonna love them and I do love them and stuff but I think my relationship with them is always gonna be very like Mm so-so
0: I feel like that is like part of what you're saying is like the understanding um I feel like for me at least like that's how my relationship got a little better it's not necessarily that like they did anything to change I think I just kind of more accepted the way things were like instead of questioning, well, why do I have to deal with this and nobody else does, it's just being like, well, this is what I need to deal with, so, like, that's what I've got, you know, like, you only have so much family to, and love to go around that at one point, I think when you're older, you kind of get on, you somehow have to be the bigger person sometimes compared to your parents and just be like, you know what, this is how it is, like, I need to accept for who they are, and, like, it's a lot easier, I think, to talk to them understand them and like love them even like when it's I mean everyone's easy to love but it's easier to want to be close to them when you understand what's going on through their head rather than just resenting what's going on with them. I know that you said that your relationship with your grandparents flipped but is there anything else that you would say has changed with your grandparents relationship from being older?
1: Well, my relationship with my grandmother, like I said, like at a very young age, since she was technically, um, my mother figure, we clashed a lot, um, because she's kind of like, do this and that, and I was like, me being me, considering the fact that she's my mother figure, I'm kind of like, no, leave me alone, like that whole phase of like, you're not my mom type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But as I got older, um, my grandparents, they, they went through a, a, a very nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. But at the time that they were going through their divorce, we were all living in the same household, so it was just like every day walking on eggshells type of thing. Yeah. So it so was cool. when it was when we were going, they were going through that divorce that me and her um, did get a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try my best to like sympathize with her because at the end of the day, like I knew that she was suffering, and I mean, there's a lot of things that she wasn't gonna tell me or that she never did tell me because at the end of the day, like. That's not something that she would want me to know, you know, especially mm-hmm. when she was hurting and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where it's like, as um, as like a family member, as like as your granddaughter or as someone that like knows you, you know, um, you know when someone's hurting. And um, it was around that time that me and her just got a lot closer. And then it was like when they were going through that divorce my grandpa's attitude kind of just flipped like he was just he he went from being like all like friendly and all that stuff to just being a really nasty and ugly person To where when I was in middle school like because it, it all kind of started happening like around that time like middle schoolish. Mm-hmm. um but it got to the point where um i couldn't stand to be anywhere near him anymore like i didn't like him at all anymore mm-hmm. i couldn't stand to be near him i couldn't look at him and i couldn't anything so instead of going straight home after school i'd always go to like a friend's house or this listen- or go somewhere because it was just so like it was one of those things where like you walk in and you feel it instantly you know yeah so it was just like yeah i'm just gonna back up and you know but it was just one of those things where um their divorce was never really a private thing. Like it was, it started off kind of as like a secretish, like sneaky type of thing. Mm-hmm. My grandpa took her to, to Mexico and tried to divorce her there without her knowing. But um, one of her family members is like a lawyer and they saw the paperwork and was kind of like, hey, you're getting a divorce. And they're like, what do you, my grandma's just like, what are you talking about? So I guess in Mexico, when you get divorced out there, you kind of just get what you get and that's it. Um, there's no 50-50, there's no this, like, I'm giving you what you get, and that's it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so what he was trying to do was divorce her out there and give her whatever whatever amount of money he, they were going to tell him to give her, and then he was going to kick her out the house. Like, he just wanted her gone at that point, but the thing is that, like, he never really expressed having issues with her, he never, anything, he kind of just did it out of nowhere. Hmm. So... Um, What happened was, after that happened, my grandpa kind of just left her in Mexico. Um, He left her in Mexico and came back. And at that point, like, we still didn't really know anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at that point, I was young, too. So it was just like, it was just one of those things, like, we're going to go pick up your grandparents. And then, like, we're waiting there, and then you just see my grandpa get off the bus by himself. And I'm just like, where's my grandma, you know? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh, maybe she stayed with family, you know? Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, so at that point, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, but then um, the thing about that is that where we lived, we had, like, a really long driveway, and there was two houses, and they both faced each other, so it was just, like, one house was our house, and then the house in front of us was um, my tío and my tía's house, which was my grandma's brother and Mm sister-in-law. So my grandpa, he came back to Mexico, he came back to the U.S., and then... Right when he came back, he went next door to go talk to them and be like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. Telling He kind of like ratted himself out and was like, yeah, I'm going to kick around. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So then at that point, that's where the whole entire family like found out. And at that point, the whole entire family knew. So at this point, like no one really likes my grandpa or really messes with him at all anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, after that, like, after that whole nasty divorce, because that was just the beginning of it. They went through, like, a whole, they went through, like, the whole nasty divorce, and then not only did they go through that nasty divorce, they went through a whole nasty um, court battle over the house. Mm -hmm. The divorce was kind of, I guess, in a way extended because of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. but what ended up happening was, um, my grandma kind of lost all the battles. She lost the house, so then we were kind of like, we were we were all like with my grandma, whatever my grandma wanted to do, you know? Because at that point, like, even now, like like I said, like me and my grandma, we're a lot closer now. My grandma, she's my whole heart. Like, that's, she's my world at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want nothing but happiness for her. Like, I love her with like all of my heart. But at that point, my grandma, like once the whole settlement happened, My grandpa kind of just kicked us out and then sold the house and then that was just it and then from there like no one just likes him anymore like out of all like i think my grandpa he he likes he likes when i go back home and stuff because out of i think out of all like all of the family and stuff Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that really talks to him like at the end of the day like yeah what he did was really shitty but at the end of the day that's my grandpa and I still have love for him because at the end of the day he was one of the key factors of why I am the way that I am because he raised me type basically him and my grandmother both practically raised me so it's like regardless of whatever happened with them I'm still gonna love them because they raised me you know Mm -hmm. I that doesn't mean like I agree or support with either because that's not the case but at the end of the day like I do love
0: him you know Mm -hmm. I think that's something too that a lot of people like can go through is like you hate 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 what your family could do but there's something in you that like is just like bottom line is you're my family and I love you and like that's a hard not everyone feels like that's the best thing for them which I totally get but it is a weird thing that like a lot of people can like forgive anything that our family does because we value
1: them so much yeah and then it's just one of those things where um yeah like because i do have like obviously like i i love him and stuff but there is a type of way that i do still feel about him because of the whole situation and stuff yeah um but the way that i am is like if you if you um if i love my family i'm an, i love my family like you can't disrespect my family without disrespecting me, you know, Mm -hmm. like, if you, especially if you disrespect the ones that have raised me, then you, you're basically disrespecting me, you know, so, um, I have, like, a lot of family members that just can't stand him, like, at all, like, they hate his guts, especially after the divorce, so I recently, like, probably, like, around New Year's and stuff, me and my cousin, um, we kind of, like, got into it a little bit, because, um, she brought up a whole situation having to do with him and stuff, and i was kind of like hey like the way that i am it's like especially if it's something that's really sensitive it was like over something that happened when like i was little um basically my grandpa kind of like got drunk and he kind of like he he passed out in uh, in his restroom like in his bathroom like in his room i can remember this vividly because that's something that like something that's will forever stay with me um so I we get home and I'm like hey like I had a box of like mac and cheese in my hat. keep in mind I'm like five six (laughs) running around like hey where are you you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm like hey like I'm hungry so then I go to his room I open the restroom and like I find him there keep in mind I'm like five or six and to me like my keep in mind like to me especially when you're at a young age any adult was old to you so at that point I'm thinking the worst like luckily for me I kind of had my dad's phone number memorized so i called him and then that's kind of where like everything started and like that day is something that like will forever stay with me like it's to this day i can remember it vividly Mm -hmm. um but that's something that like i've never really talked to anyone about when it comes to like situations like that like i've never had especially in like my family and stuff when it comes to like my situations and things that's happened to me and and things from my childhood like i've never had um people especially my family like i've never had anyone sit me down and actually have a conversation about it about like how i felt and all that stuff so over new year's um one of my cousins we got into it because she was joking about it and i'm kind of like hey like i didn't even i didn't even i couldn't even like talk to her like as soon as she said it that was something that like I kind of snapped at and just instantly got angry because it was just like yeah he was drunk and yeah but it's like at the end of the day you're not the one who found him like that. You don't know how that affected me. Yeah. Like that's not cool, you know? Not something So we got into it and then it was just one of those things where the way that my cousin reacted was kind of like I don't have to deal with you so get out type of thing. So it's like the messages that i constantly uh, receive from not only like my parents or like my grandparents it's just my family in general it's just like you don't matter your experiences your mindset anything happening to do doesn't matter though um once i hit like a certain age my family kind of just made it really clear that i was irrelevant to them Mhm. So then it was kind of like okay then i'll just back up or whatever so it was just one of those things where after that happened and it was kind of like you know what if i'm gonna be irrelevant then i'd rather be irrelevant on my own decision so then that's kind of where i was just like you know what like i'm kind of done i'm just gonna back up and at this point like i'm very strained a lot of my relationship especially like with my family and stuff my relationship with my family is very strained mm-hmm. um I don't really have a relationship with anyone in my family i'm not really too close or nothing but for me it's like that's something that's kind of worked for me because it's like whenever i try or even attempt to get close to anyone something always happens and i'm kind of like you know what i'd rather just stay back
0: do you feel like those relationships with your family have um like altered the way that you have relationships with like other people in your life
1: yeah absolutely It, it really does
0: yeah i feel like it it tends to make you a little more closed off to other people
1: or at least yeah it's um it's kind of crazy because like i think about it and it's kind of like all the validation that i've never received or all the comfortability that i've never received from like my family or things like that like i look for that in my friendships you Mm -hmm. know it's like Sometimes it's not always the best, because sometimes there are, I know there's people that, like, especially with me, like, the way that I, the way I I think of it is, like, I'm really cautious of who I talk to and who I, like, bring into my life and stuff, because, like, I'm really cautious with it, because being, the way I've always thought of it was just, like, being a part of my life is just a hard pill to swallow. I come with, like, a lot of baggage. There's, like, a lot of things that's happened, or the way that my mind thinks that it's just, I'm just really cautious, you know?
0: True, true, but at the same time, I think you need to remember, like, to you, you may be a hard pill to swallow, but anyone that has that pill is lucky, you know, like, I feel like it's really hard to value yourself after Mm -hmm. your family kind of devalues you, like, I've had so, so many body issues, and, like, the way I see myself because of, like, where my family comes from, what they always say to each other like wow you look so skinny today and i'm like that's not a compliment like was i you know like yeah they don't always make you feel good but it is something that you should look for in your relationships like you were saying those missing validations and that missing love and empathy from your family to transfer over into your relationships for sure yeah let's go a little broader here why is mental health important to you and how has it changed as you've gotten older
1: think it just goes back to like my mindset Um, at a young age uh, my mindset was just really I guess you could say crappy Um, I used to think oh like uh, we live in a shitty world with shitty people and all that stuff and as I got older like I understand a lot better than that now it's kind of like we just we live in a beautiful world and every now and then there is a few shitty people but that doesn't necessarily mean the world is bad you know totally And I think that's something that's very important, especially coming from, like, my background and, like, my history, because um, in uh, my background and, like, my history, my mental health, um, whether actually it's not even just my mental health, my mental health, uh, my physical health, anything having really much to do with me was just never really considered. I was never allowed to get sick, and I know that's the crazy or, like, funny thing to say, because, like, like, what do you mean you're not allowed to get sick, like, it's, it's just weird to say like I was never allowed to get sick. If I got sick, then I'd get yelled at or I'd get in trouble or I wasn't allowed to run around and play because and I wasn't allowed to laugh. Keep in mind, like I'm that person that um, Let's say you say something funny and I start laughing You find me ten minutes later still laughing about the same <laughs> thing like that's just me like I just laugh and laugh for days And like like I said, like I lived with my grandparents. They were practically like my parents at that point And as I got older I kind of just figured, like, hey, they're already older. They didn't ask to raise another kid, but thankfully, they still decided to, you know? Mm -hmm. I grew up with, like, a bunch of uh, guys. Like, I had a bunch of guy cousins. And I think out of, like, all the cousins that were always around, I think I was maybe, like, the second oldest. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, one of the very few girls. So it was just one of those things where it's, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, and you're supposed to be like this, and you're supposed to be like that. And I was kind of like, well, why? Like... I don't get it, you know. Yeah, totally. It can't I guess it came back to like um, stereotypes, or not not just stereotypes. It's just like um, what's the word? Like
0: it's like gendered, but it shouldn't be like yeah, pink and blue. Like those yeah. sh- have nothing to do with your gender, but somehow they've like come into society's views as a boy or a girl. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was just one of those things where it was just like if I because like my, my dad, yeah, he's old school and stuff, but at the same time, he's just really chill. You think about it now and it's like you think my dad's old school my grandparents are like nah <laughs> <laughs> they're like no not today but i think that, especially with my grandparents they've never really understood or i don't even think to them i don't even think mental health was ever really a concept mm-hmm. so i think to them they didn't realize like oh, how certain things affect people or or, yeah, how, big, or how like how the things they did or said really Um, made me view them I think it I think for them it was mainly about control especially being a female Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was mainly about control and I think they just had like a certain viewpoint of the way I should and shouldn't be and I think the way especially growing up with like a bunch of guys the way that I should have been was the exact opposite of the way I actually was you know Mm
0: -hmm. I think like our generation is a lot more aware of mental health and talks about it a lot more I think that has to do with honestly everything like I feel like there's always going to be those people who are unaccepting but I do think that our re- generation what I've noticed like with my grandparents is like they'll say things and I'm like no 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 no. like you can't say that anymore you know like it's it's a time where I feel like everyone is starting to be more recognized for as who they are and who they want to be rather than who other people think you should be, and I think, like, when you used to rebel against those stereotypes, you were seen as argumentative, rude, like, oh, like, disrespectful, all these different things, and it's, like, that's just not the case, you just, like, want to be who you are, and their old minds, like, can't grasp it, and, like, with my grandma, at least, I, I've always had a very, um, like, masculine style, I like, um, big shirts, I like big pants, I've never been, like, I've never dressed the most feminine. Um, Don't get me wrong, like, I love a good pink jacket or a pink dress, but I've always been well versed in the stereotypical gender norms for that, and my grandma always, like, commented on it, and it was like, my aunt was always like, oh, you look so good, and my grandma would be like, why are you wearing, like, men's pants, I'm like, because men's pants fit me better, grandma, like, what's your deal, like, why do you care so much, it doesn't affect you." but I definitely see how that could be, like, so emotionally straining when the people that are raising you are telling you you're supposed to look or be a different way than you are.
1: Yeah. I think it was harder for them to, especially with me, I think it was harder for them to try to, like, I don't I don't even want to say understand because I, I feel like, I feel like, especially now, the fact that, like, I have changed a lot, I feel like, um, we're to the point where, like, if they didn't understand me then, I don't think they'll ever be able to understand me now, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think I was the only one who actually rebelled against anyone. I think, think, honestly, yeah, because I think I was, out of all the family, like, I was the only quote-unquote angry one. I was the only one that really rebelled and stuff, so when I rebelled, like, they just figured, like, oh, I have anger issues, I have this, I have that, and that just wasn't the case i was just angry over things that i couldn't understand and nor did nor was anyone willing to explain it to me you know like mm-hmm. no one bothered sitting me down no on anything like it was just like oh well okay this is how she's gonna be all right she needs to go to military school like mm-hmm. and i'm like well what like how am i going to be sent to military school if you're not even talking to me you're not understanding me you don't even bother because my relationship especially with my grandparents like i think did get a really dramatically strained, especially over um over my weight it was over my weight because i've always even now like i've always dramatically struggled over my weight and stuff Mm -hmm. um it was always either i ate too much or i ate too little or i didn't eat at all there was never really a time where i was eating correctly there was never a time i was eating healthy like even when i did look my healthiest i still wasn't eating correctly Like, Mm -hmm. I think at that point, when I was my healthiest, I only ate twice a day, which was, like, what, lunch at, like, 12, and then it was, like, 8 at night, and then that was it. Mm -hmm. Even when I was, quote-unquote, my healthiest, I was never really healthy. Um, And I think this is what made my relationship with my grandpa, like, really worse, is because they didn't really, they didn't really try to help me anyway. Um, Instead of, like, helping, trying to help, they criticized And the way that my grandpa criticized was just like, um, I go to the kitchen and let's say I was going to go to the fridge Mm -hmm. anytime I was near it. Like, even if I, like, if I was touching it or even if I was near it, even if I was like not even planning to go to the fridge, anytime I was near it, he would yell at me. And basically he would yell at me because of how big I was. So that kind of grew like a paranoia and like, um, For the longest, even now, like, even now, I still struggle with the way that I eat, especially eating in front of others, because when that was going on, um, I wasn't eating, or if I was eating, I was eating very little, or I stopped eating at the dining table. I was no longer comfortable eating out, like, quote-unquote, like, in public, I guess, Mm -hmm. so I would just go to my room, and I would just eat there. I think it wasn't until I got older that, like, because at the time I shared, like, a room with my dad, so he hated the fact that I ate in the room because I would always drop crumbs, and we <laughs> had, like, we we had, like, the most terrible luck with ants, so he hated the fact that I ate in the room until, like, I got older that like, he kind of, like, understood that, and he was kind of like, what the heck, like, I didn't know any of that was going on, and I'm like, well,
0: I don't really know what to <laughs>
1: tell you, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I always found that super odd, too, because my a lot of my family has str- struggled with weight issues, and I remember as a kid, I would, like, go to the fridge or go to the pantry or something, like, even grab, a, like, literally an apple, and someone in the house, like, my grandma or my mom would always just be like, why are you eating? You don't need to be eating. Like, stop eating. You eat too much. And I, like, dealt with that, too, when I was younger. Like, I would... In, like, middle school, I would never eat in front of my friends, like, ever. Mm. And they'd be like, why are you eating? I'm like, I just don't like eating in front of people. And I hear myself say that today, and I'm like, that is so, like, fucking sad, you know? Like, that, yeah. Like, we as humans shouldn't have to feel that way, so it's so... Because
1: it's like you naturally have to eat, so it's like, why are you feeling
0: that way? Exactly, and then you develop these unhealthy habits that you carry on for the rest of your life, to be quite honest, and it's, like, all because someone else felt like they needed to tell you how to treat your body and it's just
1: yeah because so... i think at that time at the at that time too it was kind of crazy because um how it was like our house and then like right in front of us it was like my thia and my tia's house. Mm-hmm. Um, the crazy thing about that is that like my tia she's practically she's practically him like she's practically my grandfather. So it was kind of weird because they both kind of started doing it at the same time. I lived with my grandparents in one house. And he was doing it constantly there. And then there'd be days where, cause there, because of that, like, there'd be days where I didn't eat at all. Mm-hmm. There's days where I didn't eat at all, but then it'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go next door. And then it, um, they'd buy, like, pizza or something like that. And keep in mind, like, I haven't ate all day, so I'm, like, starving, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. But then it'd be like, my tía does the exact same thing. When, when little, but then it's like, little does she know I haven't ate all day, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then it, and then it was just like, it was just crazy because there'd be times where like, even, even my cousins, they're all like older than me. Like, I think, I think I was like, I would, let's say like, I was like, what, seven, eight and they were all like teenagers practically at that point. So they were like a lot older than me. So there'd be times where they're like, well, why aren't you eating? Or, or you can get more and and I'd be like, no, I'm okay. And stuff. And, but it was just like, no one kind of really knows or understands like, what that what what's going on or what that feels like, you know? Because it was just like the way that I think of it now is just like a food Nazi practically. Because it was just like, yeah, there was no there was no way I could get my way in either way. So it's like even now, like even now, like I mean, I'm not as I think now I'm not too tripped out about it because I think I think after I had that conversation with my dad, I kind of started to push myself to eat a little bit more. Like, but even now, like. If if I have the chance, like, I'd rather just be by myself or by my room because it's, like, I'm just so, like, I don't want to say I'm too, like, tripped out about it. But at the same time, I'm so, like, aware, you know? Yeah, totally. Who I can mean, I eat around? Or you. if anyone's not around, like, that's when I eat comfortable. Or, like, you know, like, it's it's weird. Like, sometimes, like, I I think a lot of the time I don't tend to notice it until, like, later when I go back and think about it. Mm -hmm. but it's like i'm so awkward when i'm eating like if if there's other people around i'm just so awkward i just like like i just eat either like it's one of those things where it's like if we're eating and talking like it's not too whatever but it's like if we're eating there in silence i'll feel weird because it's one of those things where it's like what if they're looking at me what if they're judging me what if this and this and that Mm
0: -hmm, like what are they thinking totally I mean, I even struggle that now, like, with my roommates, like, it'll be night, and I have candy, and I'm like, oh my god, like, have they seen me eat this whole bag of candy? And I'm like, oh my god, why don't I care? Like, why do I care? So, it sucks, it really does, but, um, yeah. I'm glad that both of us can say that we know where that comes from, you know? Like, we can keep ourselves accountable for, like, recognizing that we aren't crazy for eating this food, you know? Like, it's, it's something yeah. that we grew up having to deal with and learn with overall like our mental health is so affected by our parents and somehow it doesn't really necessarily always get looked at and it's also I think affects a lot more areas of, of our life than we think all right well it has been great talking with you Now I feel like we've covered a bunch of different subjects about um parents and mental health and parent figures i've had a great time um i hope you have too and you matter so substantially so just remember that Um, thank you of course all right see you later all right bye. bye well i hope you enjoyed that episode of chatter with you matter you guys Don't forget to check out the food pantry located on campus. It is a great resource that the students have provided by the school and community. Well, hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget, you matter.